job or nation if you're not in quarantine and you're listening to this, this episode welcome to our 99th episode of the job of tears podcast as always i am janelle from hr here with sir wilkins and mr black guys we are one away this is obnoxious as fuck what's going on in, in the world right now nah 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 it's just, that means good things are about to happen i don't know you know what yeah i just listen it means good things are about to happen i've been telling y'all niggas about these i hope so talking, talking to the goddamn mic if you're gonna talk i've been telling y'all about these diseases y'all don't want to listen to me no wait when have you ever spoke about a disease come on be conspiracy man i'll be telling y'all man the government's up to when something. have in what episode have you ever said pause Guys, let's talk about this disease. Listen, I, talking I to the think, mic. I still think that um, Kevin Sullivan killed Chris Benoit and his wife. Well, that's you know that's debatable. Um, I, I think you're right about that. <clears throat> you're the same one I would think that Dan Bryan whole a whole oh, it was a word. So I'm not listening to you and your theories. At that's, least my theory makes sense. However, comma, I mean, Daniel Bryan is is working. <laughs> like regardless of anything. So when we watched, um, he's working. Actually. Speaking of wrestling, of wrestling and shit, shit and coronavirus, WrestleMania okay. might get canceled or postponed. They're, yeah. they're not. They're not. Um, the mayor of Tampa, along with Vincent Kennedy McMahon, I guess, all had a meeting today, um, and we were all waiting to hear their decision. And they want to wait another week to so, make that decision. So, what I think it is, real talk, is the mayor doesn't want to be the one to cancel it. Yeah. Yes. Because they don't want to look the bad guys. Yeah, so they want Vince to cancel it, but Vince is like, nah. Vince is putting his balls on the table and saying, "If you don't know me, if you know me, you know." I'm but not are they gonna refund people's money? So that's the thing. I have a friend um, that bought the four. I don't know why the fuck he bought that. He bought a four pack, so he bought the Hall of Fame, SmackDown, Takeover, and Mania. I think. I think it's that four pack. Um, and Ticketmaster is not refunding money. Ticketmaster is not refunding any money. So if you have a ticket, um, they are, and it's the same thing with AEW where I think they're not doing it. The Prudential Center is not hosting it. Um, where then, um, people are getting, um, it's a new date. I think it was like a date in July or something. Yeah, they they said, but you can get your money back. Well, he said. His words, the Ticketmaster was not refunded. Well, that's Ticketmaster. His four-pack ticket. But I'm talking about for the Prudential Center and AEW. Yes. You can get your money back. They'll either refund you or you can use that for the for the future date. Yeah. It's just a, it's a whole, like, business-wide, like, even at, like, work for me, like, it's crazy. Because all we're getting is cancellations. All we're getting is, you know, people like, we can't get to New York. Um, oh, we got rescheduled to July 2nd. Yeah. July. No, July I think it's, it's, it's supposed to be after the 4th. But, um... Yeah. The, People are Broadway's gone, like NBA's gone, NFL, XFL's gone. MSG is shut down now. MSG now officially gone. Like- so, ladies and gentlemen, I had this great idea. I'm not going to say anything. So, no, 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 no. It's a great idea for people who are still going to travel to Tampa and who are decided to still go to Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Florida. So, I have an idea. If WrestleMania is, is postponed or canceled. I have, a, I have an idea. I'm going to put something to get together. Hopefully, can, I can put it through and everything. I, I don't want to say it too early. But the idea just came to me. And I think it will be a dope thing for people who... I got I got something. I got something in well, the works. Well, you keep working on... Yo, it was funny because we... You know, me and the boys were talking because our... The crazy part was my boss is um, my boss was going to New Mexico for a wedding and her Airbnb, the person canceled. Oh, 
So her saying that today, I looked at her, I said, oh, shit, let me see if our house is still there. Um, and it is still there. And I spoke to, you know, you know, with the boys and stuff. And it's kind of like, you know, like, I just, in, I'm in a space where I just can't cancel life. Like, I can't, you no, know. No, no, like, no. There's going to be, the, the thing gonna is. going to be limitations, but. But it's, so, and I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry about no, no, that. No, 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 you're good. What it is is that these past three months, Everything that's been going on, the deaths, this shit, this shit going on, it makes you realize what's important in life. Absolutely. Like, we get caught up in, like, oh, WrestleMania, this, this, and that, this, and that. What's really important is friends, family who truly care about you and your health. Yeah, like, that has to come first. Like, I'm just like, when you take a step back, you're like, damn, we lost Kobe first. Now this whole virus is taking away, you know. Pop Smoke passed away, got yeah, killed at shit. such a young age. All for jealousy and dumb shit. Yeah, but it, it's it's an example of you got to take a step back and you got to, like, appreciate what you have. And this is how the, this is how the universe works, man. It, it, it destroys everything for a second and everything rebuilds after. I mean, honestly. Talk I'm, into the mic. I am mic. talking into the You're mic. You're not, though, because I don't hear I'm you. I'm looking. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm dead in the mic like this. No, you hear it's very different from you here. No, home. I don't want no, no mic in my, my Well, that's your problem. Anyways, they maybe forget my point. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I want the people to hear what you what you have to say is important, which is why I always say talking to the mic. It, I mean, it, it's, it's we'll see what happens with WrestleMania and everything of that nature. I, I mean, mean, it'd be wild for it to move to, like, summertime because then it'll be, like, back-to-back like that and then SummerSlam. And then, I mean, just the state of wrestling right now, I just feel like it's at an all-time halt. Like, Friday, Night SmackDown got moved to the performance. Nah, it, it stayed. It stayed in Detroit. I heard. I heard the same thing, too, but I heard it stayed in Detroit. No, I heard, like, an hour ago. Oh, an hour ago, so it yeah. moved. It an moved hour to, ago, yeah, they, they announced. Yeah, WWE hasn't confirmed but you know how Uncle Dave knows stuff. No, it wasn't even Uncle Dave. It, it literally was. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up. Because I saw it literally an hour ago, like, again, like, what the fuck? Um... What am I looking for? Bleacher Report. Um, so that's that. And then... He just announced it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was literally two seconds ago. Raw too. Oh, see, I didn't hear about Raw. But I actually liked NXT on the performance center. Like, the whole setup was dope. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't get to see nothing. I didn't get to see... No, no. I saw EW, but I didn't get to see NXT this week. Yeah, so they're it's moving. Four, four hours ago, it got announced. See, so, yeah. WWE. So the article goes. Well, you're probably going to see at live. WWE moves SmackDown Live to Orlando Performance Center with no live audience due to coronavirus. WWE announced Thursday that this week's episode of SmackDown Live will not take place in Detroit as planned and will not have a live audience. Yeah, so that's you know, and March Madness is canceled mm-hmm. today. Um, sports got sports canceled. Sports is is done. Sports is done. Sports is done, but sports um, entertainment is still Baseball running. is pushed back two weeks for spring training. But it's done. Like soccer. No, they said done. they said the, it's pushed back for two weeks for spring training, but. That's what I just said. No, I'm, no, not, I'm not done. I need to, there's a comma. There's a comma what I said. <laughs> but MLB in general is done indefinitely. It's indefinitely. And NBA season is over. Yeah, Vince Vince can't even finish out his career. So there's no championship this year? No. No, it it depends. It depends because... It's suspended. So therefore, like, let's say, and hopefully, let's say, like, May or June comes around and they decide to resume the season. They'll finish out the season whenever they decide to resume. But here's the thing, though. 
Or they just what, will if might they, 86 it and be like, well, fuck it. We'll wait until October. But if they do resume, huh, you got a healthy LeBron. <laughs> like, you, you got LeBron broad. Like, <laughs> you get LeBron James. So, you, you know. Strength. They you, done messed up. They you, did you know that. that Rudy Gobert? Yo, that guy. You fucked up, bro. Fuck me. Oh, you about to get whole canceled. Like, honestly, like, honestly, people say, oh, he's going to get canceled. We're going to jump him for what? Like, honestly, he Bec- didn't. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. That's how. That's his personality. Like, if you listen to ESPN, Fox, and all that, they say the same thing. Rudy Gobert, he's just a play for dude. He's the type of dude that who brings energy to the locker room. He's played for everyone, loves him. He didn't know. No, it, it's just, it's the culture. But it's a he's French. But uh, he's a, he has a big personality. He's French. He's played for. No, I guess you're right. You're 100 percent right. But the thing so, is, you they, catch him for what? No, but they've been what? putting out notices and things like that to the players, to the teams, and to everyone. Like you, that's just a mindful thing. Like that's just like if God forbid, if I was out here coughing and shit, and he I didn't know like, he had it. No, but it's, I understand that. But that still doesn't give you the right to still be touching everybody's shit. Okay, so, randomly so, either. So, so, <laughs> nah, you can't. You you can't. Yeah, nah, you can't nah. You can't. Nah. I mean, that's after wrong. he found out, he should have been a little bit more cautious. But before that, no, he didn't know. But my thing is, is just like that's just like if somebody, not like one of y'all, but like somebody I don't know, know like that, or just somebody like apart, just starts railing me t- going through that's my different. shit. That's different. That's two different things. But that's what he did. Now, that's his teammate. They that's know him. Know him. And that's his stadium. That's his stadium. So he's gonna he's gonna be. Nah. And the thing about what he did, well, the thing what he did to the um to shit. the microphone, like he was being a that dick. one was being uh, that one I he, can, he was being that playful. One, yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't arguing. Mic, touched it like this, this, that, third. That and one I'm not. He arguing, doesn't know though. it, but also. He ain't sick. He's just a carrier. That's what they're quarantining him. Exactly. You could be a carrier right now. Exactly. Uh, probably. And sure, what happened? Right. Donovan Mitchell, same thing. Like, you're going to, like, okay, okay. Once again, once again, black people ain't sick. We're just carriers. <laughs> Let's put that out there. Black people ain't sick. We carriers, Yo, B. Just like my son, my son, son um, get big, 502. A lot of NBA dudes is like, it's a real brotherhood. No, I, and I so understand that. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm going to beat him up. I really don't care. At the end of the day, I kind of just want all this shit to kind of go away because it's fucking with well, livelihood. Blame your government. I'm, blame your, your, you live here too. Blame your government. Let me tell you. Let me, let me, I didn't vote for that nigga, so I didn't I didn't vote for him either. So then we are all in the your same boat. Your boss did. I don't man's know that. <laughs> Actually, no. My, How you know? Because he probably let me, just lied to you. No, no, no. Let me tell you. This is just the key have, morale. No, no, no. I have a very, uh, Please don't very, say that. I have a black boss. No, no, no. I don't. Like I don't. And I wasn't gonna say that. I have a, a colleague of mine in in my office. She is very white, and probably one of the biggest Obama people in love with Obama ever in life. And let me tell you what happened. Um, last year, I don't remember when, but last year, Joe Biden actually came to Carmine's. Why? Matt, because niggas got to eat. The fuck? It's, it's, it's like, 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 niggas like, got to eat. But have you ever had Carmine's? Yes, yeah. I gave yeah. you guys food. No, no, have you ever been there? No. And ate? My oh, nigga, so that shit is an amazing experience. experience. I'm just saying, like, Joe Biden, that ain't my man. No, 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 but that's what I'm saying. So Joe Biden comes. He smoked? And No. He comes in, so because basically the reservation was under his name, but like niggas found out that he was here. Literally, my colleague, she almost was in tears because she was just like, "What you and Obama did for the country, Obama. I'm I'm behind you guys 110. percent Like if you guys can run again, blah blah blah." Why? Mind you, just a whole year ago, and why? Because that's how she, that's how she felt. Like, I don't know why people are behind Biden for. Like, that's a different story. Like, a case. like honestly, like what what has Biden done? Oh, he's like. 
this is what kills me about this whole election, like this whole like figuring out people, whatever, right? People going crazy, like, oh my gosh, Joe Biden. What what has he done? Nothing. Like at least Bernie tried to put up a plan, like I'm doing something different. But putting up a plan and actually action actions is, is very different. Why and my do people only, like Biden? My, because he was vice president no, of my hundred my hundred percent concern about Bernie, and I'm not political, so I don't really fuck with that shit but my my only concern with bernie is that nigga can die in office like he can get sworn in and, and die and anyone so can, can die. joe biden anyone can but that nigga could go quick wait 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 um i'm gonna say a couple things here um so no no can, you good you good you good so so wait, wait hold joe on biden. hold on hold on hold on just to and go Trump, we're not saying about that orange so, man right so so, so go i don't want to talk let's, about it let, let's let's rewind um ladies and gentlemen i know this is a wrestling podcast we're gonna get a little political for the next two minutes if you don't like this, um, fast forward, but continue listening. All right. First things first. All the motherfuckers is old. Like, they're all over 70. All over 70, son. Like, almost a century old. Number two, Biden, he got markability. Because <laughs> he, he, he was Obama's man, son. Old he, man. Old he, man. He, it was, I'm going to put it in layman's terms and just so the streets can understand. Oh shit! Don't drop John. Listen, Obama had clout, yeah, and he and he's using Obama's clout. That's it. That's it. But but hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me let me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Endorse him. Let me finish. Let me finish. Now, my man Bernie, right? He's out here trying to change the world, though. But Bernie trying to be too aggressive with the way he's trying to change the world, where he's going to do so much of a massive shift in the way things go. A lot of people don't like change. Like the sh- like shit the way it is. Exactly. So is that change going to be good? We don't know. I don't know. But I think we'll end it here. Um, yes. Um, let's actually talk about some wrestling. Um, before we get into it, um, just to let everyone know, until further notice, until like we decide as a as a brand, and once again, nah, nah, it's still happening. City, um, our brunch is still on. The brunch like, is happening. B next Sunday, twenty second, March twenty second. So. Please make sure to come and watch the live episode of the Java Taste Podcast, our hundredth episode. Once again, we are not letting Corona beat us down. As of right now, we're almost at three hundred RSVPs, which is amazing. So thank you for those that have RSVP. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, at the end of the day, we want to just be able to have a good time. I feel like even the even with hard times that are going on right now, hard you know, times. Okay, Dusty. Hard times. You have to yell in my ear. Nah, we gotta talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, go ahead and play the promo. Go ahead. But as I was saying, as you know, we are going through some really yo, difficult yo, hard wait, times. This, this, this promo is great for right now. Yes. No, no, because he's talking about he's talking about real shit. Oh, yes. Go ahead, look it up. Um, I'll put it in. The- yo, where the, where the ox? Where the ox at? I don't know. But as I was saying before, they got really excited about me saying hard. I triggered them by saying hard times. I think doing the what do you come okay. I can do it. It's fine. Um, yo, I think t- having turn the ox on. No. I Alex, can you turn on the ox for them, oh, please? Oh, and thank oh. you. Good um, looks, Poppy. Mm-hmm. He made a face like, oh, ox time. With with everything going on in the world and in the United States and in New York, you know, I think having (laughs) having some sense of normalcy is is important. I think for just livelihoods and and us just having some sense of that. This is not nine eleven, dog. So (laughs) shit, the way that (laughs) the way that shit is going down. But we need to relax because you know what, shit, it is very okay. One half of pro, well, one one third of prolific is in the building. Put put it up, put it up, put it up, though. 
All the way. You have to turn up your phone. Yeah, it's all to it. Who is Spicy Beats? Shout out to Spicy Beats. I, I got know. Spicy Beats. Get it? <laughs> spicy. <laughs> I miss Dusty. It's baby. For waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the resident family. This is mad awkward. I'm looking here. You said what? No honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put... Hard times. Hard times. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times. Daddy. Uh, the Wolf Warrior. You got Wolf. He's a Wolf. What? He's a Wolf Warrior. Wolf? Wolf. Wolf? You got Wolf. We can keep going. But so, ladies and gentlemen, um, like like my lovely host, <laughs> Janelle from HR said, this brunch is still going down. Yes, it we is. have Chiseled Adonis hosting. Chisels. Chiseled. Young Chills. Okay, the I share. Also, we got Double Dirty Dick Leo making a comeback. What? what? The return of Leo. Remember for this. Our 100th episode. Dirty Dick Leo's making a comeback. He's coming back. He's out of retirement. And he's here for some Dirty Dick talk. Wow. Well, he's coming through. We got a buffet. Style brunch. All for the fat niggas. F and you. Better F- be in the building. Uh, we got unlimited mimosas and bellinis for two hours. I don't know what bellini is. It, bellini is basically orange juice champagne. Well, oh. orange juice and, and vodka. That's the nasty one. Yeah. yeah. No, it depends on how it's made. And, it, and sometimes with the mimosa, it depends on what type of champagne you need. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Oh, shit. But we are lit. We are lit, ladies and gentlemen. We are still going to make this happen. And I'm hearing MSG is shutting down. Yep. So guess what? I'm hearing the Barclays Center shutting down. Yep. But we ain't shutting down. Nope. We still here. Well, for the fact that once But for right now. For right now. For right okay. now. Yeah, like, she, <laughs> I don't want to do <laughs> okay. uh, She can go left tomorrow. We just she don't know. She can definitely yet. go left tomorrow. Um, but, um, but make sure. Oh, hold on. I know, no, I know go you got to say your shit. Make sure you Purell. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. You know. It don't touch your face. To the, um, just do the intro to the... um. New Age Outlaws. Oh, you didn't. No, no. Do the um, ladies and gentlemen, world tag team champion, tag team champion of the world. That's good. Would you sing that? You good. Make sure you said got two worlds for you. If you don't say that, you're not done. I just want to what where, criteria. Where that that, but anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna continue going. I'm gonna continue going. So, ladies and gentlemen, Purell your hands. Wash your hands. So, don't touch any nasty girls or nasty boys. Wh- Ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't wash your legs, wash your legs. I'm telling you, wash your legs. For those who don't shower every day, it's time to shower every day. Now, Listen, how about this? Use washcloths. Oof. And wash your hands after every time, nasty Yo. niggas. <laughs> Nasty. So what's wrong with that? Niggas be at work peeing, touching their face, and leave, and have a nurse put on gloves after. Nigga, you dirty. Let them know. You trapping the dirt in there. Let them know. Dirty niggas, man. How about the stupid surgical mask everyone's wearing? Wait, first of all, Boy. I'm going to need your hands. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so okay. uh, surgical uh, masks do you. not work. It only prevent people from your germs. Not your germs, people germs from you. Stop doing that. Well, Y'all look stupid. Listen, Y'all not surgeons. That's just people in their own. So anyways, um, I think we have a special guest. Yeah, wash we, your feet. We do, but before we do call our special guest for this evening, since this is a special episode, um, because <laughs> shit in America is just going downhill. Um, also, too, um, we do have unfortunate new... No, we don't. don't My name is Nasty, but clean, clean. Never mind. I, I, I'll hear. I, I was... 
listen, listen, everybody. Try to think what else. Before we talk, before we got a special guest and Janelle figures what the hell she's gonna talk about. Yeah. Um, right. yo, positive thinking. Absolutely. Positive vibes. Yo, you got somebody that you care about, hit them up. Tell them that you love them. That you care yo, about what's them. What's crazy is so I called Chicago today. I said, let me check on him real quick. He's still alive? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him in a minute. Did you A, he lives in Chicago. B, we're not together anymore. Um, but I called him. And he's like, I said, I call him. I said, oh, I'm just calling to check on you, you know, make sure you're good. And he's like, oh, you should call my mom. And I was like, why would I say, is she all right? Like, what's wrong with her? He's like, yo, she went on a cruise. I said, oh, to Jamaica? He's like, wait, so you knew she went away? I was like, I didn't know she went on a cruise. I didn't know she was going to Jamaica because I told her. I was like, where was my invite? <laughs> but I definitely agree with you. It's super important, even if, you know, whatever grudges, whatever, you know, shit you got, you know, with somebody... You know this shit. Does, this shit is bigger than us? Like, yeah, it really is. You can you take just my videos. You take, can do whatever you take want. Two seconds but out of your day, and you know what? Show love, text, baby. I know, love everybody. Call somebody, like you know, just just do that because once again, tomorrow is not promised. Why the surfing? Before it can it can be, but before this whole coronavirus shit popped off, like life is just too short, and it's precious, and you need to make sure that those that are around you knows that you're always loved and care about. So I do highly recommend and piggyback off of what Sarah Wilkins says and make sure to tell someone that you love and you care them today because you just once once again, you never know. Um, so ending that off, um, once again, March 22nd, um, we're having our 100th episode, our um, brunch, so make sure to come out at Taj. Um, once again, if things do change, we will keep you guys up to date. So just make sure to follow us at the Java Tears Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And once again, you do know all of us personally if you do. So you can always message us and ask us questions and concerns um, leading up to the brunch. But these flights are cheap, B. I'm, we're still going to Charlotte. So I'm just like, that's why I was like, listen, if I can't get back to New York, that just means I ain't supposed to be here at this point. Because I'm going to have a good old time. I felt bad because the boys show got canceled um, for Saturday. Which one? For Warriors? next year, no, um, no, in Charlotte, um, PWX. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Pierce show got canceled, and then their their actual PWX show, um, where TJ was facing Moose, I'm so excited for Moose. Both got canceled, so they're they're getting rescheduled to either April or May. Um, but we're still gonna go. We're gonna see. The, we're gonna have a good time. Like, yeah, enjoy I just yourself. Need to. I need to breathe because New York has just been real stressful. So, um, but once again, anybody, we going to cho- Charlotte. Choose your flights Saturday morning. <laughs> Choose your flights wisely. Can't go to the UK. Can't go to the Europe, but the UK. Possible. That's crazy because I was about to book the trip to um, NXT, NXT Takeover UK. <laughs> like I was this close. I was like, oh, since WrestleMania is not going to happen, let me get this. Let me get this trip. Then I was like, yeah, oh, no. we banned yeah. for thirty days. Well, the UK is actually um, good. Yeah, but it's, you're banned to go to Europe. No, you're banned to go. You're banned out of the 16 countries they listed. The UK, you could go. It's just mm, when you come back. Right there. It's just when conspiracy. if you come back, they might quarantine you. So it's just highly recommended that and go the Italy next either. 30 days. I was popping in Italy when I went. <laughs> Shit. And this I nigga, ain't sick yet. Yeah. Like, ain't sick. It's been, it's, it's been about a month. Yeah. It takes, it, it takes up to um, two weeks. To see the symptoms. And I'm good. And he's nowhere do you know what? The, do you know why? Because I'm Haitian. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't think black people Yo, are. I meant to... T- uh, hold on. We're going to call our special guest in a minute. I meant to t- message y'all this... Ha- have y'all heard about the Haitian sensation? From RHO? R- 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 yeah, R-H. R- 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 yeah. What? 
Yo, well, I'm a shit. no, no. I, I'm gonna pull it up. I meant to post. I meant to send it to y'all because I came across that shit and I was like, wait, I wonder if they know about no, the know Haitian about brother. No, I know about him. Haitian. He's very Ron Killings. He's fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the wrong Haitian sensation, Tommy. <laughs> so, um, how's everybody doing on the live feed? How's everybody doing? And the Facebook Live. Yeah, let's do a check in real quick before we do a call, and I check for and I look for this Haitian sensation guy. Okay, I found it. Hold on. While y'all do that, we're gonna start calling the guests. Yeah. Um, you can start calling her. So, guys, we have, um, we're going to have Ruthless Lala. Oh, shit. Hope she picks up. Hello? Oh, she Hello. did pick up. Uh, first of all, that was like we real special. A, that was on the first ring tech shit. Ruthless. For everybody who has us on Facebook. Ruthless on Lala Facebook. in the building. Please, please go on Facebook. Ruthless Lala has Later. entered the building. Wow. Did you really just do that for him? Well, how are you doing, Lala? Yeah, I was going to say, how how are things? Where are you currently in the United States of America? Uh, there we go. All right, wait. Hold on, wait. I'm putting these AirPods in. Oh, okay. you, oh, she's sexy. Got okay. the AirPods in. Can you hear me? Yes. We hear you per- loud and clear, Ma. Okay, sweet. What is up, people? What Hello. is going on? Where are you located right now? I am in Killeen, Texas at the moment. Ah, how are things in Texas? Uh, people are losing their mind. Okay. Um. Uh, literally, we went to go grocery shopping, and no lie, like there was people in Sam's buying up everything. Like it was the worst. Everything. Like it's craziness. Um, and that was before I went to the hospital, and so now I haven't been doing anything because I am on bed rest with a very, 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 very bad sprained ankle. Oh, oh man. I'm also dealing with a mouth concussion. Dang. So just, Damn, um, I have bro. a, I don't mean to cut you off, Lala, but we have a um, breaking news. Yes, you do. You do it on purpose. No, I did on purpose, <laughs> but, but you know, <laughs> it, it's all love, though. It's all love, He though. loves you, though. The XFL just announced they're canceling their season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's old, that's old, that that's was, old. Yeah. Oh, okay. That happened, yeah, before we started recording. So, my love, how did you get the XFL season is canceled? Like, everything else canceled? Oh, yeah. yeah, they canceled everything. Yeah, yeah even indie yeah. shows. Like, I, I'm just, like, out of all time, like, what in the fuck? I'm trying to, like, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed because, like, uh, unfortunately, uh, due to my injuries, I had to cancel all my bookings for this month. And uh, if everything is good, um, I will be returning. But I will be, I'm supposed to be returning, uh, WrestleMania weekend, but with how everything is going, yeah, <laughs> we all living on that my, prayer. Okay, big dick status, right? And then you know, like I'm supposed to be at my sis's show. You know, uh, the great sweatpants, absolutely. Oh, sis, Faye. Uh, Faye Jackson, I love her like dearly. Like, and, and like, what's so funny about it is like me and Faye are like legitimately like related. We just don't know how deeply related we are. So that's like the dopest thing ever. Oh, it's, shit. oh really? Like, oh wow. Like, yeah. oh, what side? The mom or the dad side? We're not sure. It's a We're great example sure. of slavery. We, we, we... Wow. Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah. Well, tell us yeah. a little. Well, the people that are listening and, and viewing, tell the viewers a little bit about who you are. I mean, we know you, but tell everyone like how long you've been in the game. Like, tell us about Ruthless Lala. Uh, how you got the name Ruthless Lala? I, Let's start with that. I I am the queen super savage saying God. I am Miss What That Larry Do. I am the. I like to call myself the. Queen of Strong Style. I am the Queen of Larius. Um I like knocking heads off for the motherfucking culture, respectfully. Uh-huh. And uh when I get the sacrifice souls, it, it it makes me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. Um <laughs> uh Rupert is like a goddess of destruction. Um and one where I usually where I really get that from besides my name, if you look in the dictionary, the definition of ruthless is show no remorse, show no pity, do whatever it takes by any means necessary. Uh, that's me. Uh, when that bell rings, I don't care how much, like, I don't care whether, excuse me, I don't care whether I win or I lose. I literally care how much pain I can inflict on you from the time that bell mm-hmm. rings to the time that bell, you know, rings for the last time. And I like a fight. You know, I I really love to fight. I like to beat up people, and I like to get beat up. And that sounds really, really weird because you know a lot of people are like, "Nah, you know, I don't get beat up. I give ass." Well, here's the thing about me: I give ass whoopings, and I get ass whoopings. But even still, then like I fuck up all the church money. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And those are things that I love to do. And Rufus Vala is just a happy person that you know likes fucking up all the church's money especially with her friends like <laughs> that's the like um my squad eow elements of wrestling uh which is the the god no limit mike cobb uh mr top tier Caden Fade, uh mr one take ryan Powell, matt madison uh the list goes on uh those are guys that i'm happy to be part of a squad with um and single mother of two, uh, I have a son and a daughter, um, 15 and 12. You have a and I am a gamer whenever I am not on the road knocking heads off. What kind I of games do you play? Also, a cancer survivor. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Man. What kind of cancer? Uh, uh, melanoma. Mm hmm. Wow, so you, really, yeah. you are a true fighter through and through. Fox. Man. And uh the list keeps going on, but I, I think we'll stop there. Uh yeah, that's 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 pretty much who I am. I'm just a I'm just a down earth, you know, down to earth guy that's just, you know, hanging out, you know, killed it. That's all. You know, just fucking up church's money. Trying to find a set of dragon balls. You know. <laughs> um, how long you been wrestling? Make these wishes. I have been wrestling for 17 years. Shout out to my trainer. Uh, he is the sexy guy, sexy Steve DeMarco. Uh, Steve DeMarco, that is my trainer. I love him to death. He's still wrestling now uh, in the great state of Texas. Uh, him and his group, great sexy love. So shout out to them. Shout out to those people. Factorial. Ooh, I'm on it. Come on. He's on the mix. <laughs> now, the question, I, the question yeah. I want to ask, being in the, being in the industry for 17 years, how do you keep going and how do you not like give up? 
uh, passion, uh, the fact that my mom and my kids are depending on me, the fact that I have my best friend uh, who are my ride or dies, uh, as well as outside the ring, as well as inside the ring. Um, they keep me going. It's, it's, it's been a very hard rough road. Like actually me dealing with my injuries now, like I, like my depression and my anxiety have like, like I've debated on just like throwing my gear in the trash and just saying I'm done, you know, because it's, it's, it, it gets very stressful because it's like, you know, I, I pissed off a lot of people. I, I don't know if y'all saw it, but I pissed off a lot of people here recently when I, um, when you tell I the truth, hold on, hold on. Mind. Yeah. I, I decided to speak my mind on, you know, how Jack up. Like, this is a great wrestling business, but it's also a shady wrestling business. You know what I'm saying? And it don't have to be a shady wrestling business. You just have people that like to do things the shady way. You have your janky promoters. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one thing that, like, I've always said on and I've watched. Like, and people, like, try to get on me and say, oh, well, you know, well, I didn't get phone calls. And, you know, and people didn't call me. Well, you're not me. You know what I'm saying? We are like in two different worlds. And my thing is I never post up something that I haven't experienced, you know, firsthand. And that's the thing that I experienced. I experienced going to shows and helping them set up and like asking how can I help out in any way possible and them telling me that, hey, you know, we're going to do this for you and hit us up and I would hit them up and I'll get one opportunity and I would go and I would show my naked ass and I would straight up ask them, hey, you know, did you like everything? Was everything good? And they'd be like, yeah, you know, we're just going to have you back and legitimately never, you know, hit me back up, you know, leave me on red, you know? And then every time I see them, oh yeah, you know, I really want to bring you in. But then yet you want to like only offer to pay me like 20, 40, 60 bucks. It's like, come on now. Like, we're not going to do that. You know, like let's, you're going to pay me my worth, mm. you know? And it's not, it's not also how many years I've been doing it. It's all the blood, sweat and tears that I've done and all the progress I've made to where I am now than what I was when I first started. And it just, I get so tired of it. You see everybody on the same flyers, and I just want to be honest, there's not enough chocolate on every flyers. Uh-huh. Like, like Facts. we need, like, some brothers and sisters on these flyers. Like, I'm getting so tired of seeing the same people. And there's no disrespect to them. It's just, like, people, like, you don't want to keep seeing the same matches. We know what's going to happen. You feel what I'm saying? There's people out here that are mad talented that's not getting no opportunities because you are scared of change, you know, or diversity, or you're just on the homeboy shit and you just want to just have your homeboys on the show. But it's like, come on, that's not what wrestling is, you know? And so the fact that I'm able to say that I've been in it for 17 years, like I found myself looking back at everything and like getting really emotional because there's been, I've been through some things that, like, I'm waiting to, like, sit down and finally have my shoot interview. I know it's going to piss off everybody, <laughs> and I'm totally ready for it, just so I can get all of this out. Because the things that I've seen in 17 years is, wow. <laughs> wow. So, by the grace of God, I'm still in it knocking heads off for the culture. So, yeah. Thank you. 
Yes. No, which I don't is, know if I answered your question. No, you did a perfect job, and I'm glad you touched base on what you ended up um, posting on social media because it, it got a lot of posting. And, you know, of course, you're always going to, you know, with that type of stuff, you're going to get heat, but then also you get people that you know, feel encouraged and feel like, you know what, she finally said something, I could say something, you know what I mean? So I think that's that's the kind of takeaway to, to, to take from that situation. Because when I read it, I was just like, there's definitely truth in that. Yep, that she is, she, there's nothing that she is saying is a lie. But my question to you is, what are some um, key wrestling, outside of your trainer, influences that you've had over the last 17 years? Um, Audrey Kong. Awesome Kong, um, Bull Nakano, The Great Muda, Kenta Kobashi, um, Stan Hansen, JBL. These are people that who hit hard. I have uh, <laughs> they'll kill you in the ring and like love to like a highest of highest caliber. And um, this may sound really, really, really like mark it out but i don't care uh i mark for my best friends and my nephew in the wrestling business and my brothers uh joe black uh to get bundles joe black's your brother caden say that's my little brother that's that's my baby brother i i i I love joe black we've actually beat the hell out of each other and like i would forever and always love getting the ring and wrestling my brother it's always amazing uh, and so I'm a huge mark for indie people. Paige Jackson, Tasha Steele, mm-hmm. you know, um, Savannah Evans. <clears throat> I, I'm, man, I, like, the list goes on. Like, though, there, there's a lot of people that I fuck with. Well, I don't know, let me, let me take them back. That's not true. That's not true. That's not a lot of people that I fuck with. But the people that I do fuck with, like, Darius Carter and, you know, the, like, these people are amazing people. And he's an asshole, but. He's an amazing asshole. He's a, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm happy to call him my friend, you know, ever so now. Oh, you're breaking you know, kayfabe. Though sometimes I just want to knock his head off in a very respectfully way. Yeah. I want to go back to the, the post that you had. And I don't know if you want to <laughs> talk a little bit more. No, no. The reason why is because you raised a lot of good points without raising a lot of good points. Without, ra- without being so obvious about it. Does it make sense what I'm saying? The way you wrote, worded a lot of things. Yeah. It was if oh, yeah. you if I you don't to be a fool like excuse my language I wanted to be a fool nigga but like I can't forget. Yeah, and that's and, and that's what I appreciate about it. But there's something that you touched on already that you said was about diversity and people of color within the business. Now I'm not going on about anybody else. I want to know your experience of being a black woman. In pro wrestling, now it's a little it's bit. Man, it's a little I bit. It's a little bit different it. now. But you started seventeen years ago, where there wasn't that many black women in pro wrestling. So, can you give me some of your experiences of being a black woman in pro wrestling? It has by far fucking sucked, yet been a great thing at the same time because I have had an opportunity to make history at a lot of promotions to be the first female, the first African-American female at that to go after the main title at the company. And so it's, it's <clears throat> honestly, it's been a blessing or a curse mm. because I've, I've had the opportunity to be part of some tag teams and there's 
I'd say there's maybe like one group besides EOW that I would say that I look back on and I don't regret, you know, and that I was happy to be a part of the group. And then there's other groups to where I was part of, I wasn't happy because I thought it was a family, but then the envy and the egos and everything came in and it's like, drove everything away. Or I got with people who said that they were cool with having a female for a tag team partner, but then when push came to shove, you know, left me high and dry. So those are things that, <clears throat> those are the curse part of it. But the blessing is, like I said, I've been able to, you know, break barriers. I've been able to go to shows to where they don't do intergender, but they give it a chance. And I just bust through with flying colors, you know. And so it's it's not like I said, not to get, like, overly chatty. Um, no, keep, no, no chat, keep chatting. We listening. Um, um, it's, I've been almost blackballed to a certain extent because women didn't want to wrestle me because they said I was rough or, you know, but my thing is I don't feel what I don't feel. And the fact that I was a woman and I wasn't showing my ass or my tits or trying to fuck the promoter, you know, it made my job harder. Mm. You know, and then not the fact that wrestling is already perceived as a white man sport. Mm-hmm. So me coming in and having everything against me, I'm, I'm an African-American and I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and I'm short as shit. You know, no, no, I take that back. I'm fun size. I am. Fun size. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I you're short. Thank you. Uh, but it's man, I've. I've been at shows to where actually I've been at shows here recently to where I got called like the hard R, you know, Dang. and I was just doing my job, you know, like legitimately. And it, it, it was so funny because it bothered me. Like everything in me wanted to beat the shit out to do. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I, I'm not going to sit here and say that it don't bother me. Cause it did. Cause it's like at the end of the day, I was on my job and it was so funny because it was like, there was another African-American guy that was on there earlier in the show but he didn't get touched you know like he didn't get like the racial slurs but it's like i come out and like on top of it i'm part of this group that is like a legit cult you know what i'm saying shout out to tj phillips i love him you know that's that's my other wrestling dad in the in the business um but i come out with him and once again i'm the only african-american person in the group uh, and on top of that, I have no eyes, you know, because I have an all white contact. So legitimately, oh, wow. that kind of puts me out there. So it, it like we had kids saying the power of Christ compels you, like trying to like say prayers over us. And so oh, wow. they throw the guy out, and like I'm beating up the guy. And actually, I was beating up my little brother. Uh, shout out to Frankie Swanfire. I'm sorry I had to chop you that hard on the outside and you hit the floor. <laughs> um, respectfully. Um, but. I was like out there beating him up, and like literally the dude just yelled it as loud as possible. Inward, go home. Inward, go home. And like, and then and then all of a sudden, legitimately, my my other group members heard it, and they got more upset than I did. And I had to like grab them because there was like a whole bunch of kids around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, we like I know y'all want to snap, but we have to keep it cool, you know. And uh, I made sure that the ring announcer found out, like, automatically. And he went back there and let everybody know. And they handled everything. And people were like, you know, like, we're sorry about it. And they, like, go, it's like this long thing. And it's like, does it bother me? Yes. Does it hurt my feelings? Yes, because I'm so sick and tired of the shit, you know. Mm. But 
I'm used to it, you know. And then yet at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Apparently, I'm doing my job. If I'm a bad guy and I got you to the point to where mm-hmm. you have to like overly call me out my name, tell me to go back to a place, and like that's the thing about it. Like I've learned to like when they say, "Hey, this is a family show, and you know you can't cuss these people out or whatever." I learned how to intelligently squash people. And I think that's what separates me from a lot of wrestlers because a lot of wrestlers get in their feelings and automatically go straight to the curse words. You know, oh, if this, and oh, you can suck my, you know, and like, mm. oh, yeah, well, your mom sucked my, you know, and, and, and like, that's cool, whatever. But I like to intelligent insult people because it makes them think. So, like, um, there was a fan, and I, please stop me if I'm getting too chatty. There was no, a fan no, no, that was good. like, hey, you know, why don't you go back to where you came from? And like, I remember I looked at him, I was like, you do understand that we was perfectly fine in Africa before y'all came over trying to get the diet decided to bring us over here because y'all was getting like lazy as fuck, right? Uh-huh. And they was just like, and they got frozen. I was like, yeah, think about that for a second. Now let me do what I'm doing best, and that's wrestle. And people was like, bro, for real? I was like, dude, because I mean, that's, facts are facts. You know, are, are you back for a little bit? Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool. And so facts are facts. And the facts are like, at the end of the day, we didn't invade. We didn't try to come over here. We were chilling. We were chilling, minding our business, being great. That's it. Mm-hmm. And y'all came over and y'all messed with us. And y'all decided to be in y'all feelings. And y'all was upset that y'all had flat asses. And we had all the melatonin. <clears throat> and we were just killing it. You know, like like Sorry. we have all the flavor. Sorry. And y'all was glad as shit. And y'all came over and y'all y'all intercepted. So this is where we're at. But um, I'm going to stop before like. I just keep going and get going, but no, no, no we're black ass podcast. You good? Yeah, like I'm like you're fine. You're saying nothing. You're saying is wrong. <laughs> you know we improved fried chicken. <laughs> we what? We improved fried chicken. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So it wasn't. I thought fried chicken was a black thing. It was really from Germany. Yeah. Germans invented fried chicken, and then the slaves took took the African spices, the seasoning, and, and and then you know hooked it up. There you go. AKA KFC and Popeyes. There you go. <laughs> Cajun spices. All I'm just day. saying though. I'm just saying though. That is true. That that Popeye's chicken. But back to you, Lala. Um, <laughs> let's see. Question then: What? Where's one place you would love to wrestle that you haven't yet? Um, I would love to wrestle at Freelance Wrestling. I would love to wrestle at Limitless Wrestling. Where are these places? Just so that people to, know. Uh, I believe it is Chicago and. Boston, Massachusetts. I, I, I believe uh, I would like to go to London, England, and wrestle everywhere. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, Beyond Wrestling is, is, is one of the main places that I would love to wrestle. AAW, I would love to wrestle there. Uh, I have, I just have no idea how to get a contact with Tony Salahan, but like that is one person that I legitimately love watching. And his wife, I... I love the way she works because she's not a size two. She's not a size six, you know, she's a thick girl, but she can get with it, you know, and that's something that I'm really big on because individuality is something that is really big to me. You know, like I get tired of seeing everybody try to be everybody else. Like if we just literally just be ourselves and just follow the beat of our own drum, everything would be a lot better, but everybody's trying to be like everybody. Everybody's trying to do everybody's stick, you know, and it's just, it, it, it gets mm-hmm. tiring. He does. Very true. Um, let's see. What outside of diversity, what's one thing you feel like wrestling lacks today? Backbone. Mm, <laughs> speak on it. 
backbone. Like when when I came up in the business, um, and when I first started my training out, I, I started my training out with Lantoid, Steve DeMarco, and BJ Turner. And these were three people who didn't take no shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was ears open, mouth closed. You feel what I'm saying? And there was no, hey, you've been training for two weeks and now you're a wrestler because you have a good diet regimen and you can do a proper backflip. You know, and that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of young kids that have come up in this business that are disrespectful as hell. And it's not just attacking them. It's also a lot of these so-called vets who are like, hey, well, I've been in the business for this long, so I'm just, you know, talk down to you. No, that's the wrong way either. You know, at the end of the day, the people that have been in this business for a very long time is supposed to be still paving a way for the younger generation and, like, make sure that they're coming in the right way and not coming in with the big heads coming in and staying humble, coming in and keeping their mouth closed and their ears open. But I see a lot of times that, you know, a promoters would do to where, oh, well, you know what? You doing flips and you looking the way you look is getting me a lot of money. So even though that whole match didn't tell a story and there was no psychology, I'm going to keep telling you that you're doing a great job instead of giving you the truth so you can stay humble. And then this is how we get a lot of these, you can't tell me nothing shithead. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's the one thing that I miss now. Because when you get ready to start giving somebody constructive criticism, like there's like all of this emotion. And well, I'm offended. Well, either you want to get better in wrestling or you don't. And if you want to be a, a wrestler, you have to be able to take constructive criticism. Everybody that, that is where they are, give or take a few, have gotten there because they listen to constructive criticism. They listen to what it needs to do to become better. And at, at, at the end of the day, you should literally want to be a better wrestler than where you were the day before. I mean, mm -hmm. that's at least my goal and my squad goal, you know, to be better than what we were the day before and get these back. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm so tired of the cutthroat. I'm so tired of people trying to throw other people under the bus because they feel like somebody is more talented than them and then they got to make sure to, like, like, do what they can and, like, keep them down. Like, bro... There's too much room at the top for everybody to shine. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not like one last spot and, you know, and everybody has to damn near kill themselves. There is room at the top. Like, it's lonely at the top. And I don't know about anybody else. And people may say, oh, well, you know, well, I think that you're retarded. Well, you know, you can set up a dick respectfully. But at the end of the day, I feel like if I'm up there, if I'm eating, my squad's eating. But Period. so a few questions. Um, You speak about there's own, there's a lot of room at the top. But a lot of wrestlers would argue with you and say there isn't a lot of room at the top because there can only be uh -huh. one champion. There can only be one guy who's the top guy in the company or maybe maybe two or three guys who can be top guy in the company. How would you argue against somebody who says that? It's all based on your mindset. You feel know what I'm saying? A lot of people are like, oh, well, there's only room for one champion. If that was the case then. And there will literally only be one championship belt in professional wrestling, period. Mm -hmm. There's not. There's multiple championships. You have heavyweight championships. You have light heavyweight championships. You have women championships. You got, you got intergender championships. You got cruiserweights. You got Europeans. You got United States. Like, there's a list of different champions that you can be. So if it was really only room at the top for one, then there will only be one championship. Okay. okay. There will only be one spot, but then yet you see at multiple promotions that there are multiple people shining. 
You don't just go to one show and say, oh, I only go to the show for this one person. No, you go to a show for multiple people on that card because they've done the, they've done their job of being the unique individuals that they are to keep your attention and to keep killing it. You get what I'm saying? With the, um, no, 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 you make perfect sense. You make perfect sense because it it leads to my next question. With the rise of social media, you're seeing a lot of people get booked on shows, Mm -hmm. right? Um, and they may not have the best training, but they're getting booked. And a lot of wrestlers feel they're taking their spot. What is your, what is your outlook towards that? Social media is killing us. <laughs> That's what it is. Across like, the board. if, like, I legitimately, a lot of people say, hey, like, I'm just not getting, getting to know you. Like, have you just been in for like one or two years? And I'm like, nah, bro, I've been working for 17 years. They're like, holy shit, where <laughs> you been? Stuck in Texas. You know, like, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, hey, you know, um, you're, you're a great phenomenal wrestler and you should be more places. But then when they get on social media, don't even mention me or even act like as as if they even know me, you know, because of for whatever reason. And that's the thing that sucks because it's like you can be a great wrestler, but if you're not getting everybody's eyes on Twitter and Instagram or Facebook, you know, then you're not, you know, being held or being seen, seen fit as, you know, the it wrestler. And the one thing about it is there's a lot of people, like some of the people who are not on the – talents of a lot of other people are getting these opportunities because of their fan base, you know, and one of the things about wrestling, you know, is a fan base, you know, but at the same time, I don't knock anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you grind, you grind, you get it how you live it. You know what I'm saying? But it, it does suck sometimes that you have a lot of good wrestlers here that is trying to get their foot out, but because they only have a thousand or 2000 followers, if that, on their Instagram and their Twitter, you don't pay any attention to them because you feel like that, you know, oh, well, if they wanted, they're going to go after I don't feel like I should have to kill myself to get any attention. I don't feel like I have, should have to put my body legitimately on the line by doing stupid shit just to get your attention to want to book me. You should want to book me off the fact that I have my individuality and I can put asses in the seats and I give them to your show that you don't have that makes it a little bit more spicy. You know what I'm saying? That's what you should want, you know, but like I said, to each his own, you know, I can't, I can't judge. Do I hate it? Of course I do. But at the end of the day, I can't judge, you know, it's not my promotion. You know what I mean? All I can do is <clears throat> if I ever get that opportunity to have my own school and to have like my own show, like it's going to be done the right way, you know, and that's for people that work hard, that busts their ass, but don't look the same gets an opportunity and gets to showcase their talents. If that makes any sense. Because I don't know, because I'm very medicated on the medication that they gave me. So I just want to make sure I make sense. No, you're making perfect sense. You're perfectly good. Okay. Um, so question, Lala. How you, what was your inspiration for your look? Honestly, I stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's legitimately, real. I'm sorry. I'm just really giggly. You have to really like excuse me. Like I've 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 literally been wanting to do a podcast like this for like ever. So to me, this is like crushing like like achievement a lot. Like right now, yes. the Xbox 360 achievement a lot will <laughs> pop up and be like, bam, you know. So I'm yeah. like drinking it all in. So excuse me. Um, no, but, go ahead, soak it in. Uh, 
what was the question again? I, About I your look. Right. He yeah. wanted to know, like, what inspirations you got for, like, your your ring gear and, like, you know, like, from that to, what, theme song even? like what Theme is- song, everything, like, the whole package. So like, I, came up with it. I have legitimately went through so many uh, costume changes. It has been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes I actually go back and I look and I'm like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? So I'm like, you know what? That's all I had at that time. So I made what I had, you know, work. Um, <clears throat> when I got to this point where I'm at now, um, I literally, I I have a skin disease. It's called uh, HS. It's called uh, hydronitis supportiva. Mm-hmm. Pretty much my lymph nodes and my glands are waterly flush. And I have like this massive chemical imbalance in my body that, uh, gets way out of control and so the things that i would like to wear i can't because i have to watch what i wear because it can also affect and you know irritate you know what i'm already dealing with Mm. so i wanted and not to mention that you know when i get superly stressed out and everything gets inflamed like i start losing like i start getting like plugs in my hair and everything so i keep i rock a hairstyle that I love, and yet it's something that I can keep. And even when everything do start inflaming, like it's still good because I have it the right way. And that's kind of where the mohawk came in. Mm-hmm. And Fire after ass the mohawk, mohawk mm-hmm. came the fohawk. And then after the fohawk, the depression and anxiety hit. So then here come the different colors of the hair. But the different colors of the hair started, uh, instead of me just like picking a color, and when I would like get in that really dark place, I am like a really huge fan of Dragon Ball Z. And uh, mm. out of everybody that I love, uh, I am massively in love with Lord Beerus. <clears throat> Ooh, young Beerus! Okay, the god of, the god of destruction. destruction. So if you if you ever pay attention to my gear, my gear is le- is legitimately Lord Beerus gear, uh, and that's why I go by the goddess of destruction, um, and that's why I have the purple hair. Um, uh, I'm a guy. That's where I got my whole concept from. Um, at first, I was just trying to be the baddest bitch in Texas, but then I became the, as I would say, the queen bitch of the universe. Respectfully, though. Uh, <laughs> okay, Steve of the universe. Uh, and like that's like I'm 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 happy with that. It 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 took me a second to get to the level to where I really wanted to be. And I can truthfully say that I'm happy with where I am now with my gear and my hair because I, I can rock it all type of kind of ways. Like I can rock it with the long dreads if I want to, or you know what I'm doing now. I'm actually uh, dreaded up my natural hair and I'm letting it grow out like that. Um, or as you would let my best friend tell it, you know I'm trying to be like Mike Cobb. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I'm um. I'm trying to let my hair grow out on its own, which is actually doing a good job so far. So uh, I'm just trying to keep it together because I'm not used to doing my own hair. I'm just going to be really honest about it. I'm a tomboy to to heart. That's fine. I'm a super tomboy to heart, but, you know, uh, I've learned how to keep it up to a certain extent. So (laughs) you mentioned your mental health a couple of times throughout this as many, yeah. as you spoke how do you keep it in check because you said you've, you've gone down these dark holes a couple times you lost your hair because of it and 
it seems like it's something that affects you here and there. How do you deal with it, especially in a business where people are shitting on you left and right? Oh, say, say that last part again. I didn't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody was over here almost dying. Yeah, sound like Corona over there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, I hope somebody is <laughs> no, covering their mouth. Not the Corona. Uh, um, you would not but do not put the evil on me. Respectfully, <laughs> <laughs> respectfully I won't. Um, respectfully. <laughs> no, the question. The question. I'm going to say the question. The question was: You mentioned your, your mental health a couple times in this, as you as you've been speaking to us, and depression, anxiety, all of this stuff you've, you've mentioned. How do you deal with it, especially a profession where people are constantly shitting on you? You know what I mean? Like you, you mentioned not getting callbacks, being left on red, being judged, being told that, that you're not good enough. You know, all this stuff. How do you able to keep your mental health in check in this business? Um, Mike Cobb, Steve Marco, the Get Bundles. Joe Black. Those are the four people that help keep me where I need to be. If it legitimately wasn't for those guys, um, I don't think that I would last this this long because I've had a lot of people in this business that has pretended to be my friend and has talked mad shit about me, has, you know, took what they knew about me and turned it and made it worse than what it was. Um, excuse me um so i've been at that level and it gets really hard it like and when my skin disease flares up and like i'm bedridden because i can't move and i'm stuck because you know like the medication that i have i can't go out in the sunlight and i just have to just rest and lay up and like gain unnecessary weight like it's it's the worst and I, I, I get at the point to where I feel like I'm very irrelevant in wrestling because I'm not doing, I'm not taking the easy way out. You know, like I'm doing everything my way. I'm doing how I want to do it. I'm not doing it how people want me to do it. I'm being me. I'm not being nothing else but me. No, which is so good. It's hard. So I, um, this is not a question, but a statement. Um, just recently, I, I, you know who Mark Cuban is? Mm-hmm. So he's he owns the Dallas Mavericks. You, you know, we all know that. People who don't know that Mark Cuban owns the Dallas Mavericks. And the reason why I bring it up because he reminds me of you. Minus the billion, billions of dollars. But, um, <laughs> Damn. So in the interview, he said something that you've kind of been saying a lot about you doing you. So in the interview, he was... He was um, Saying that when he first got to the league, as an owner or governor, what they call him now, people were shitting on him, left and right. And I saw you wrestle at at uh was it a uh, BCW right? Yes. It was BCW all woman show. Yeah, the Queen of the North two. Queen of the North two. The first I ever. Faye uh, Jackson. Yeah, and you had one of the best performances I saw the entire night. And oh, shit. nah, nah, nah. On some, on some real, on some real shit. Because I like, I hate light hitting women, and you hit hard. Because he likes he and he likes Nia Jax, and Nia Jax clearly hits hits really, really hard. So, but it, but <laughs> <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that you're ahead of the industry. 
which is one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you here. What you're doing, your style of play, is ahead of of American wrestling, and the industry is about to ca- is going to catch up to you, and they're going to appreciate you a whole lot more. And that's what Mark Cuban said is that the NBA started adjusting to him. Yeah, because they thought he was obnoxious. And, yeah, and they thought he was, but they started adjust, uh, adjusting to him. And I feel like the industry started adjusting to your style of play. Sorry. Where women are hitting harder. Women are being more aggressive and having this this very aggressive, um, not giving a fuck attitude. Hello? Still there? Yeah, yeah no, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, no, no. Uh, 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 <laughs> you, you, it went like radio sound. It went radio sound for a second. For a second. So... I'm, it's, it's, it's just my it's just my thought, huh? No, I'm listening. I, I want I wanted to hear you fully. Oh, okay, okay. Nah, it, it's it's just it's just my um from what you're saying from us having this conversation is it's you're ahead of the pack, and seeing you wrestle is a is an example of I saw why motherfuckers are scared of you because you're so ahead mm-hmm. of every of so many women in the industry. And the industry is going to catch up to you sooner or later, but keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is going to make one little girl so happy because like, oh, I can do this shit too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the truth. And it's real talk. Now, now, this is real talk because, like I said, like I'm reiterating constantly, you're doing something that women aren't doing. Not a lot of women are doing yet. Mm-hmm. Or afraid to do it, like you hit too hard. I can. I'm waiting for the day a, a dude tells me I hit too hard. Really, that hasn't happened. No, even training. <laughs> if somebody in training tells, so Lala, you know I'm training, right? Yes, um, because that's where yeah. the chop came in. So I've hit guys in, in training, and maybe one person said, "Hey, that hey that that close on was too hard." Well, what did you close on him? I closed on him in the chest, and he fell down. You be alright. Get up. I mean, I'm I'm not judging. I mean, I take people's heads off for a living. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not I getting cursed out. Like, like, like this may be people like, oh, you're breaking kayfabe. But like, this this is what I tell people all the time. Some people are like, it's hilarious. You just take it, it, it would be a lot easier instead of you trying to resist. Because if you resist, then I can end up kicking you in the throat or the face. And I'm not trying to be known as a wrestler or my wrestler. These are things that I've already had to deal with when I was in Texas because I was wrestling female crew. I'm pushing the business to begin with. Mm. Nah, I mean, look, look, you're ahead of so, the pack. I can understand, but I mean, but I mean, I, I understand, but. It sucks, y'all. Like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Like, Why? The fact that the the promotion that I do it up, I send my resume and like I, I send my credible matches or whatever and like, I get left on red or I get the, hey, you know, we'll pay your fee, but we won't, you know, fly you in. So Come you really up north. Want me to drive, you really want me to drive a day and a half. Would you ever think about being more active on social media? I try to be, but one, I, well, one, I'm, I'm a mom mm-hmm. of a, a teenager and a pre-teenager that are driving me up the wall <laughs> and I take care of my mother, you know? So oh. even though I'm in Tennessee, 
I also have a house in Texas where my mom and my kids are to where I make sure everything's taken care of there, you know, on top of taking care of where I'm at as well. So I'm always constantly busy. And then when I stay overly busy, then my depression triggers and then once that triggers, I kind of mm-hmm. isolate myself because I don't want to dump all of my emotions on social media. <sighs> And nah, I get yeah. you. I get you. I get you. I get you. One hundred percent. It's um easy. It's always easy. <laughs> I promise I am. Like, I, like I really do want my post a lot. Because because like, I seen your page, I was like, yo, where's her stuff? Dang. So Just let me ask, honestly, it's helped me. So let me ask you a question. Okay. How do you balance? That dude has helped me get out there. Question: How you got? So how do you balance dealing with your mother, your kids? Um, your shoot job and wrestling. How do you do at, at your depression, others? How do you balance all that out? God mode, man. Like, I, like that's a question, honestly. I ask myself every day, like, how have I made it to this direct, like, right where I'm at right now? Like, how have I made it this far? And just, man, to, to God be the glory, man. Like, I, I have Amen. to because man, my my faith has been tested. I have been in situations to where I didn't know how I was gonna get out of them, and you know, and he made a way. You know, I'm not trying to get over religion, which I am a preacher's kid. You know, my mom is a minister and a army veteran, um, so she can bless me and kill me at the same time, respectfully. Um, <laughs> but you know, I was raised in church, and my beliefs have you know. I've, I've had my disbelief and, you know, how I told my certain things, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, can we worry that I'm actually so able here to, you know, wrestle and have amazing people in my life and still take care of my mom and my kids, you know, and still battle everything that I have going on. Like, I'm I'm truly a, a strong warrior, and, like, it, it took me 35 years to, like, realize that. So. Amen. Amen. So, I have a quick question. So, since you have, you've wrestled in the South. (laughs) I love it. You've wrestled in the South, and you've wrestled, you know, up here up North. What's one of the biggest differences you've experienced from two different wrestling cultures? Because that's kind of the one thing I've, you know, us being a podcast and us having, you know, friends that are on the indie scenes. And, you know, we have a lot of friends in the South, and then we have friends up here. Um, the culture, the wrestling culture are, are kind of, are very different in my opinion. So what do you think are one of the, one of, one or two things that are like the biggest differences between wrestling in the North and then wrestling in the South? The fans, one for one, like the fans are ridiculous and they, uh, they appreciate, uh, small things. Not all fans do, but they appreciate a lot more of the small things than, people in Texas do, you know, like they, they get so used to seeing one thing, they automatically just want to see that. So if you bring up something different, they're kind of hard to adjust. Um, I actually uh, was able to wrestle people here recently who like to get hit and like to hit back. Uh, <laughs> one of them is, uh, is Tasha Steeles. Uh, shout out to Tasha Steeles. Tasha hit hard. Because like, you know, I, I wrestle a lot of females and there's only been a select few that has actually hit me and it has been like an amazing thing. And I would say that if you have a network, 
uh, I think it's the uh, the High Spot Network. I would say go in there and clean the comeback and watch uh, first time ever Tasha Steele versus myself. And uh, we'll, we sort of post that. Them, we'll, like, we'll post that match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That 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 match right there, like it needs to be already like free for everybody to watch that one. Like I strongly urge everybody to bug Zane Riley, which she's probably really me out for this, but bug him and tell him to make that match uh, public because that match right there is amazing. And um, I feel like everybody should see that, like, regardless. Like, if they could pay for the subscription or not, that's a match that a lot of people should see because it was fun and we told the story and we had by far a blast. <clears throat> and the same thing with... Uh, me and Diamante, which I know all that is getting ready to get uploaded and everything. We actually, uh, I wrestled her on my 17-year anniversary, which is December 28th, is my wrestling anniversary. And, oh, wow. Um, wow. Congratulations. I, uh, thank you. And uh, I wrestled Diamante, and then I also became the WSU Oof. World Tag Team Champion with Sue Young that, that same oh. day. Uh, it was a doubleheader, and, um, I'm still undefeated, and I get to beat up some people with my fist. So that that right there is <laughs> That's a win-win. more amazing. Right. And then, but what made it even better is, like, I finally did one thing that I wanted to do, which was uh, wrestle in my onesie. And uh, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I had my dragon onesie, and she had her cow onesie. And uh, we wow. got we, we got down to some uh, some spiral type shit. It was, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. No, that's good. I, I had a blast. So speaking about, you were speaking about matches um, just right now. What is one dream match right now that you have not, who is one person, a male or female, that you have not wrestled yet and that if you could, what, what would you do? Who would you do? Man. Do I, do I have to give one? Okay, two. Just two? two. Oh my god! Can I get my? Oh, okay. Oh shit, man. On some real shit. I just because I want to test my gangsters. I would. I would uh, love to wrestle Nick Gage. I would. Okay. Really? Okay. Okay. Uh, Whoa. And uh, another person like. I'm about to give you three because go like, ahead, that's go ahead, fine. Go ahead, go ahead. Fine, fine sense. Go ahead. She literally got signed, and that's Mercedes Martinez. That is one oh, that yes. I wanted to wrestle, and I did not get an opportunity to wrestle her, and it like superly breaks my heart. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I've known this man for a, I say at least a good five, 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 six years, and uh, I know he's coming up on uh, retiring. So I would really love to have a match with uh, my big bro. Uh, homicide. I would love to have a match with him. <laughs> that I believe that would be something that is overly fun, and we would just kill each other respectfully, though. For the culture. No, that's the really culture. good. I have to. I have to shoot some messages to some people. I feel like we could. I definitely feel we like we could help her. We could help her. This, this we have the job of tears. You know, we could definitely help. <laughs> I feel like I know somebody that can put this together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just like, like there's people like I just man. I, I want to like. I want to do the blood sport. Like, like I, I, I don't know who I need to talk to or what direction I need to go to, but, like, I need, like, to, it would have to be in Jersey. contact with Josh Barnett yeah. and say, hey, sir, look, like, I will be the opener. I just want one opportunity 
to show why I'm just that damn ruthless. And I'll be a happy camper. I swear. Like, I was at the one in New Jersey, and it was by far amazing. Um, I got to watch Kevin Cross versus uh, David Boy Smith Jr., mm. which that's a, 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 a good friend of mine. Uh, I'm proud that his dad is getting inducted uh, into the Hall of Fame, finally. Uh, I was, um, <clears throat> quick little story. Uh, so, Lance Hoyt and David Boy Smith Jr. were the children of the least squad. And um, uh, I would say maybe about four or five years ago, I was in a six-way, I was in a six-man tag to where it was me, Tony Strong, Jim Justice versus Total Camp, Machiko, and Teddy Hart. Uh-huh. And uh, I've known Teddy Hart since October 4th, 2014. And uh, he's been a great friend to me. Uh, I know Teddy gets a reputation and uh, people have their opinions about him, but <clears throat> anytime that I was around Teddy and I hung out with Teddy, he was nothing but a cool-ass person. And so... After I wrestled him, uh, and we had like a dope, <coughs> a dope match. Um, I wish I would have fought back more, but I was like literally so starstruck. I just let him hit everything on me. Like I gave no shit because like I trusted him, and he took care of me. Like mm. um, I actually requested the Stu Hart special, and uh, it was beautiful. Like I'll take it from Teddy any day of the week. Mm-hmm. And um, he ended up uh, leaving and going to go travel and start traveling more. And he had showed it to David Boyd Jr. So uh, Lance Hoyt and David Boyd Smith Jr. was at Anarchy Championship Wrestling in Austin, Texas at the Mohawk. And uh, I went up and I shook Lance's hand because I've known Lance for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then um, <clears throat> I went to go introduce myself to David Boyd Smith Jr. And he was like, your name is Lala, right? I was like, yes. He's like, you wrestled Ted, right? I was like, yes. Awesome. He's like, yeah, you showed me the match and everything. And he was like, you sold your ass off. He was like, he's like, you took some pretty crazy stuff. And I was like, like, thank you. And then after that, like we had like a live conversation. He added me on uh he followed me on Twitter. Uh he shared the the lariat that I did to where I layered old girl so hard, like she needed stuff in the face. It was yeah. <laughs> Oh damn. So yeah. before we close out, if you could talk Aww. if you... I know, we'll do this again and act and we'll do it in person. Um once you know all this shit dies down and you know people can, you know, live travel. their lives, you know. Um, if you could talk, if you could talk to young ruthless Lala, what would you tell her? Mm. Hey, young ruthless Lala, I want you to know that the people that say that they're your friends are not. Be smarter. Uh, get the fuck out of Texas earlier. Uh, start killing it when you become best friends with my Cobb. To get bundles, Caden Sage, Joe Black, uh, Say Jackson, um, Aja, Aja Smith, uh, who is in the NXT, the first African American referee, uh, killing it. Yeah. Um, cherish them and understand that they have the uttermost best for you. And to keep them as close as possible, you are to you because they are by far true ride or die people. Um, not to mention Steve DeMarco as well. You know, that like he's my trainer, he's also my brother, and he's also legitimately the godfather of my kids. And so I would say to keep those people close and let everybody else be on their way, you know, except for the people that you know that, you know, got you no matter what. And um, to be more smart. 
and to choose my bookings wisely. And mm. uh, just kill it more. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of an advice for a young Zala there. <laughs> nah, bro, nah, that, that, nah, that's those. That's some great. No, advice. but it was great advice. Um, so ending off, cause we do have to go, unfortunately, what is, um, and you know, like Sir Wilkins, you know, he's in, you know, training. What are some advice you can give to those that are training currently in the business? Be and stay humble. Like I, I, I can't express that enough. Don't get overly cocky when you get these opportunities to other people who's been longer than you didn't get, like, take it as a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't take anything for granted. Like, fight as if, like, you don't have a tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do everything to the best of my ability mm-hmm. and uh, keep your mouth closed and your ears open and uh, always keep it simple, stupid. Less is more. <laughs> uh Tell a story, you know, always tell a story. You know, psychology is something that's really big because anybody can get in and do a backflip and do a 450 and all these things. But at the end of the night, like, what did you actually tell in that match? Like, what story did you were you trying to get across? And did you get it across? Did you do your part to where these people knew if you was a healer or face, you know, or... or are you doing the essentials? Just because you're a bad guy don't mean you just come out and cut out everybody and say nothing but curse words. Or just come out and just don't say anything and just look at people and be like, yeah, I'm a bad guy. How the hell somebody supposed to know that you ain't saying shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, even even as a face, like, don't just come out and just say, yeah, or just look at people. No, like, these people don't know who you are. Tell people who you are. Have that confidence. Like, if you don't believe who you are you can't expect anybody to believe who you are how are you going to expect the fans to get behind you if you don't even believe who you are i know that i am ruthless i know that i am the goddess of destruction i am miss what that larry do i got a tattoo on my arm for a reason and it's a throwing on i i am the goddess of destruction i am a god i do what i want and can't nobody stop me I will fight anybody, man, woman, midget. I've done it before. I have achieved my short-term goals, and I'll do it again, damn it, respectfully, though. I'll do it. But I have that confidence, and I have that confidence when I get in that ring. Mm. And you have to have that confidence. If you don't have that confidence, you're not going to get as far as you think you're going to. And if you do, you're going to be in your feelings. Can't nobody tell you anything, and you're going to be that person that don't nobody want in the locker room. Because all you do is complain about not getting an opportunity. When you get an opportunity, you fail horribly because you're not ready. But instead of you taking the time to learn and get everything situated instead of just trying to automatically jump in because you think you know what great colors would go good with your gear and what you could do, but you don't even know the basics. These are things that you have to learn. I have to learn them. Even before you have to learn them. Because mm-hmm. These are things that you have to understand and know. So, therefore, you won't die in that ring. Like, a lot of people think, oh, reference fate, reference fate. And you have a lot of reference fate. Oh, yeah, you know this fate. No, this is predetermined. I'm going to keep saying it every day. People can add me if they want to. Wrestling is predetermined. It is no different than going to go watch a movie. Only difference is we don't get a salary. And we don't get to yell cut and bring in our stuntman. We are our stuntman. Uh-huh. And we don't do it in, in, a, in a 
in a trailer or in a studio. We do it legitimately in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It is a contact sport. We ain't trying to beat each other like, hey, you done disrespect me, so we got to, you know, catch concrete outside. No. It's controlled. It's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? That is, at the end of the day, that's what it is. And I get so tired of people always trying to say, no, don't downplay it. Because at the end of the day, not anybody can just get in that ring and wrestle. Facts. You don't take right. your chin, you dead. Facts. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, this has been fun. Part two coming soon. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> you are always welcome on the Java Tears podcast. Um, let the viewers and listeners know where they can find you on social media. And if you have any, once again, you are, you know, dealing with your injury. But um, if you do have any upcoming shows in the next, like, you know, month or two after, you know, you're all healed up and ready to go. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank okay. you so much. Um, um, no, man, thank y'all for having me. This is by far yeah, no problem. the funnest, funnest, superest podcast ever uh, that oh, I've ever you. done. Like, I've done a couple, but this is by far the fun. I can't wait for part two. But um, you can find me on Instagram at Straight Ruthless, S-T-R, mm-hmm. the number eight, R-U-T-H-L-E-S-S, the number one. You can catch me on Twitter at Lala. It will pop up as Miss What That Larry you Do. You can catch me on Facebook, but I probably won't ask you because I'm at 5,000. Um, um, but you can ask me on my fan page, Ruth Zala, on Facebook. Um, and yeah. Um, ooh, can I do a shout out? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Drop, drop some uh, shout outs. Once again, uh, shout out to my trainer, Steve DeMarco. Shout out to my bro, Nate, uh, and Omni. I, I love you guys. Scott La Comosa. Uh, love you, bro. Um, also, uh, massively overly shout out to my baby brother, Joe Black. Uh, love you to death. Uh, thank you for everything and for having my back. Uh, it means the world to me. Um, shout out to uh, my nephew, Caitlin Fade. I love you, bro. Shout out to my little bro. Matt Madison, Ryan Powell, I love you guys. And last but not least, I stayed in the last but not least for a reason. Shout out to the No Limit uh, vibe, Mike Cobb, uh, my, by far my best friend, my lot of guy, has had my back through everything, dark times, and by far my best tag team partner that I've ever had, and by far the best best friend that I've ever had in my life. And I am overly blessed to have him in my life. And uh, shout out to the Jobbers Tears podcast for having me i am only appreciative i love you guys oh, now, thanks, for, you thanks for responding to the dms <laughs> thank y'all so very much trust me this I, was I, even before yeah. when you came up to us and you were like asking us like so when i'm gonna be on your podcast trust me says we have actually been working on it for a while uh we were talking to you know some of the boys that we know we were trying to get in contact and then you know i was like one of my goals this month because it is women's history month i want i wanted and needed a female that I felt like represents not only the culture, but represents independent wrestling. And there was no other person I wanted to start it off with, but you. So I do, you know, on behalf, <laughs> on behalf of us and the entire job of podcast, we want to thank you once again, 16, 17 years in the game. There's nobody else doing, you know what you're doing. So Facts. do not think that it does not go unnoticed and it's not respected. Um, so once again, everyone that's hold on, watching, hold on. I want you to remember you're 17 years in the game, but you're ahead of the game. Oh, bars. Mm, mm. Bars. bars. Wait, 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 wait. Hold oh. on. Before you go, what what is one match that everybody can see right now that could really showcase, like you said, I, I'm proud of this match on YouTube? What's one match people look up right now? 
Um, <clears throat> a lot of people haven't looked it up, but you can look up uh, myself versus my best friend, Mike Cobb. We killed the shit out of people. You can also go and look up the Queen of the Monsters match, which is up. Thank yes. you, Idol Wrestling. Thank you, Network. finally. Oh, I love it. And were you the commentator? Were, were you yeah, the commentator? I was. I I love it because, like, I, I literally went back and I listened to it. And she was like, oh, she's back. Then she got some water. She got a hot dog. And then, like, Pete was like, this hot dog? She was like, yeah. And I was like, yes. Fucking <laughs> hot dog. And so, like, we literally had hot dogs today. And I was like, hey, you ready to get some hot dogs? And, like, everybody was looking at me. I was like, y'all don't understand, but I do. And then the podcast was tonight. So I was like, thank you so much for your commentating. Oh, like, thank you so y'all much. Were amazing. <laughs> I appreciate it. Once again, we are, you know, we, we tremendously want to always support those that support us. So definitely, as those that are watching and listening, watch the um, Queen of the Monster match that was presented by BCW's um, Queen of the North 2. It was by far. To me, the match of the night outside of um, Darius, um, because it literally showed. I mean, I'm I'm a bit of a bias because I love you and I love Savannah, but and then seeing Holiday, you know, live and in color, like it just was such a beautiful mixture of women that wrestle and that can really go hard. So I really was I was more proud being really? present than commentating that because you don't get to see that often. So I thank you guys. And we thank you once again. You guys did. Like, you guys (laughs) tore the house down. I really was like, I don't know how someone's going to follow that match. Like, I don't understand. But um, once again. They was like, how was it? I said, I put my bike through the door. They said, what? I said, yeah. Yeah. I did. Whole, whole door. Yeah. Whole door. Whole door. But thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Feel better. Thank Take y'all. some more drugs because, you know, it probably will protect you from, you know, the corona. But, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and hopefully, you know, Tampa is a go because I will be down there um, representing Java City's Podcast. So hopefully we'll be able to link up and have a good time. But, I you will know, once again. That's what I'm attending. Exactly. So um, once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank you. I got to pee. Thank you. Once again, thank you to Ruthless Lala for joining us on our 99th episode of the Java Tears podcast. Sir Wilkins went off to go use the potty. Um, Mr. Black is over here. I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing? Oh, it's serious out here in these streets. Quarantine camps? Jesus Christ. Um, Sounds like the 1960s all over again. Um, once again, stay tuned. Um, once again, day by day situations change, but as of right now, our brunch is a go March 22nd at Taj, where we will be recording live our hundredth episode. So please come out and support tell a friend to tell a friend, um, unlimited mimosas for two hours and a buffet, um, for about $55 a person cash. So bring your monies. And once again, come out and have a good time. We want to be able to give you guys some type of normalcy because the way that the world is changing minute by minute right now, it is very crazy. But, um, once again, I'm Janelle from HR here with Starbucks and Mr. Black. Our 99th episode is finished. It is kaput. We are trying, we are on our way to leading up to triple digit episodes. And this is exciting. Um, hopefully we don't get to stop like, you know, whole whole sports, but, uh, once again, tune in, um, next week, Thursday, we will not be live because we will be live. God willing on Sunday. Well, it's not technically a week off. We're just recording. So we're just going to record Sunday. Sunday is technically the the start of the week. So, uh, once again, you can take the next week, if you, once again, quarantine or whatever you're doing, look back on the last 
99 episodes of the Java Tips Podcast. Once again, you can message us on our Facebook group, Instagram. Let us know what your favorite episode is. And then we will talk about some of those episodes during the live episode. So we want to be able to look back on the last 100 weeks of the Drop of Tears podcast and make sure that you guys, our viewers, and those that have supported us from day one, get some time to shine. So once again, tell us what episodes you guys have loved the most. And once again, you can put it in the comments below on this YouTube um, episode. You can DM us. You can or Facebook IG. message us. IG, all that jazz. Uh, once again, I'm Janelle from HR here with, well, was with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We're Out.